Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook. Download today using promo code PHNX and the new customer to bet a dollar on an NBA game and either team scores a point this week can win $100 in free bets. Hello, everyone. I'm Leah Merrill, joined by Craig Morgan and Steve Peters as always. And now I'm the one isolated chairs away. Craig was isolated last time. Nobody wanted to sit next to me. Leah's getting uh, I take that secret per- calls from 1-800 numbers, you know, right before we're going on the air. <laughs> Craig's eating all the... Complaining uh, about my microphone angle. <laughs> Craig was eating cr- all the Jacob wanted me to crunch Nutter Butters right into the microphone, <laughs> but I got flack from other people about it, so I'm not going to do that. PD has yeah, nothing I got to nothing. say. <laughs> got nothing. I literally have nothing today. Wow. Nothing. I know it's just, it was a late night last night. Yeah, and, it was a late night a last rough, night. Rough night to watch. Rough night, too. So hopefully they get back on track for tomorrow in Chicago. That was, that was an ugly game. Yeah, it was not pretty. We're talking, of course, about the Minnesota Wild. But having Coyotes said that, game, and Minnesota I, owns the Coyotes. I did say last night, other than them owning the Coyotes, that's a really good hockey team. It is. Like, better than, I think I think I better than in, they expected. I had them in my predict in my in the playoffs in my predictions. I know that for a fact. Yeah. We'll have to rewind that to I, see. I think we all did. We had Colorado. I think, I think we all did. Well, we all had Colorado winning, but we didn't have Nathan McKinnon out for a yeah, chunk yeah, of time. Who yeah. knows how that's going to impact them? And they they didn't get off to a good start anyway. Well, this is good. This is a good segue. And I know Craig didn't do it intentionally because he doesn't think that far ahead. <laughs> but wow. we've talked about Minnesota. We've talked about Colorado. What do they have in common with the Coyotes? Central Division. They're on the Central Division this year. Mm. And that and they're heading on their first Central Division road trip today. They're <laughs> yes, on the road they traveling. Are. They play Chicago tomorrow, Nashville Saturday. And when do they play in St. Louis? Wednesday. Tuesday. Are you sure? Tuesday or <laughs> I think it's Tuesday. Wow. wow now you, we have to pull it up. Is it Tuesday up. or Wednesday, Leah? I'm pulling it up. They know because they're on a plane right now getting ready to go, but they do know. Literally. Tuesday. We, this is, what is it? Tuesday? It's yeah. Tuesday. Okay. So Sunday's a day off in Nashville. They fly Monday to St. Louis, game Tuesday, and then home. Okay. Well, on that subject, and we all know that Craig feels extremely strongly about the alignment of the NHL divisions <laughs> at the moment. The misalignment. I just don't understand how you consider Arizona central. What, that doesn't say central to you? Arizona? Well, say, uh, we can go back all the I way to Detroit think middle and Columbus. Of the country when I think Arizona. Detroit and Columbus were in the Western Conference and both were in the Eastern Time Zone. Like, I, I, 
are you out of your mind? Yeah. What What is the point of the visions? I think that's what we should say first and that's foremost. True. What's the point? I mean, with Detroit, at least when you looked at the split of teams back then, you, you need you need balance in the country in order to be able to do an Eastern and Western Conference. And now they have close to that. But when when they when they well, they, I can't even call it realignment of the divisions. All they did was shove the Coyotes into the central because Seattle's coming in. And I've I have a sp- story up on this today on the website on realignment 3.0 because I seem to do this every year, <laughs> bang my head against a wall. The NHL isn't considering it. They don't care what I think. They probably <laughs> laugh when I write these stories if they even notice. Um, but Seattle comes into the league. Yeah, you got to put them in a Western-based division. I get that. But if that's as far as your analysis goes, wow, do a little more thinking because there are better options on the table than the current four-division alignment that the NHL has put out there, which pushes the Coyotes, again, to the Central Division. So what does this do for the Coyotes? I did the math, and you know these you know these flights. Winnipeg, Chicago, Minneapolis, St. Louis, Nashville, even Dallas. Like, all of them are over two. Some of them are over three. Most of them are approaching three hours. So you got to put your team on a three-hour flight for a division road trip. Sometimes, two months out of the year, it's two time zones away, so you're dealing with the change and you know, what all that does to the body as well. It's just ludicrous. How in how did anyone come up with this and say, yeah, that works. Let's go with that. Yeah, and, and it brings me back to my first point is what do they have divisions for in the first yeah. place? What's the point? And if you look at it, for me, there's two things. One, you, you, you need to have winners of those divisions create some kind of a playoff format. You have to get this to a champion at some point. So that's the first basis for divisions. We need to have records. We have slottings for playoff positioning to eventually crown a Stanley Cup winner. That's one. Two, I think you need to develop rivalries within that division so that you can create more fan interest in those competitive games, right? Hmm. Well, doesn't proximity of opponents create rivalries? <laughs> yes. Like, yes. To me, for the Arizona Coyotes and the Las Vegas Golden Knights to not be in the same division is in ludicrous. LA. LA, exactly. LA. Like, like who are who are the who are the Cardinals rivals with? The Rams. I and mean, we have a huge game coming up with the Rams, right? And the Cardinals. That's a big rivalry. The Suns consider the Lakers their biggest rivalry. Beat LA yeah. is a chant that actually happens. Beat LA in Phoenix. is like a citywide exactly. thing for it's, all it's, the teams. It's for everything. Exactly. Diamondbacks, Dodgers. And here you have the Coyotes like, I'm sorry, split up from the, the Coyotes Kings. playing the Dallas Stars. Like I'm not sure. or Nashville. Yeah, like I'm not getting Nothing out says of rivalry like Nashville, yeah. Arizona. Hey, remember when Arizona beat Nashville in the bubble? I do. I mean, they, they kind of <laughs> own them in the in the playoffs, actually, because they beat them in 2012, too. Who called but... Kyle Turris on offside? Oh, yeah. Never mind. That was me. That's me tooting my own horn. Deep cut there. Um, deep cut. Oh, my God. So, so, Craig, getting back to your article, as we always do, <laughs> explain to us what your idea is on how this can actually work for everyone. Well, let me educate you, Petey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you here, want to say here, that so a lot. I, I've done this obviously a few times. <laughs> this, I think this is the third version of Realign. I hope it is because I called it 3.0 in my headline. Um, I've done all these configurations. I've bounced teams around. And, and I think each year I've gotten a little better at it because there have been some problems with my alignment in the past in terms of geography or, you know, one team gets 
gets the short well, end of the stick. Look at you recognizing issues with your alignment plan. If only the NHL. In the past, but not now. But, now if, it's perfect. but if only the NHL could have <laughs> right, the same right. level. Exactly. Of... Just some introspection is all yes, I'm asking for exactly. here. I will never forget the email that I sent to Bill Daly saying, <laughs> would the league consider other options? And his response was, why would we do that? <laughs> Just It was a dumbfounding response. Like, why would you not? The board, has, well, we're not going to change what the board has already approved. Okay. Did the board put any time into this? Clearly they did not, because if they did, they would have realized that there were a number of better options. When I was throwing these teams into the blender and trying to figure out a way to make things work, it was actually harder to keep the NHL at four divisions of eight teams than it was to go to the NFL model, where you have eight divisions of four teams. Geographically, it works really well by and large. You've got Colorado, which is in the middle of no man's land. There's nobody close to Colorado and there's nothing you can do about that. So they're going to have to get stuck somewhere. But when I went through and, and did this with uh, eight divisions, it actually works really well with, with this sort of alignment. And, and look, there are other concerns here. You want to keep rivalries like we talked about. So I know people want the Alberta rivalry kept intact. They didn't care about Red Wings, Blackhawks for some reason, but Alberta is sacred. I don't know why that is. But I tried to preserve some of those rivals like Philadelphia and Pittsburgh in the same division as well. So that's important as well. But geographically speaking, it's really important, like you said, to have teams in a cluster. And when we look at the Coyotes in particular, I mean, how many Eastern teams take advantage of the fact that they're tightly clustered, like the New York teams, right? You, you get on a bus to go to your— Sleep your, in their same bed. Yeah. Uh, even when they're on road games, even New York going to Philly, they're still sleeping in their own bed on most nights. So you've got— Sometimes they take the train. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so easy. And they, let's bring up one other factor. When we're talking about that part of it, about how proximity, there's a cost factor involved. Mm -hmm. Like planes charge by time in the air. It's cheaper to fly to L.A. than it is to Boston. So— if you're playing those teams that are in, in closer proximity to you more often, doesn't it beg to reason that you're spending less money to travel? Absolutely. And not, not to mention the cost on the players, right? In terms of fatigue, that's a different kind of cost, but okay, I didn't mean to interrupt your master plan. No, that's okay. Well, you have your own master plan? No, go ahead. You, you seem uh, upset. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just trying to figure out. Did you have enough coffee this morning? This is like, I don't get paid by the hour, so let's go. Like, we got to get <laughs> these God. divisions. We got to get these divisions spelled out and get them to a Stanley Cup winner. I got to okay. see. PD's dog model, woke but, him up early this morning. But how we get to the playoffs, that's what I'm curious. All right. So, okay. Craig, so we'll get to away. that. We'll get to that. Take it away. All right. So here's here's how I have this laying out. Okay. And in, in terms of clusters, you've got Vegas, you've got the Coyotes. You've got L.A. and Anaheim. Love it. They're all within an hour flight of each other. Hell, you can drive to these places if you want. You know, and They're not going to do it, obviously, in the NHL. But that's a logical division to me, especially if you're talking about rivalries. And, and, and look, I incorporated something else into this as well. We'll get to the schedule in a minute. But I love the idea of series, right, where you play two games in one city. All the players love it. They we loved it last, last year, year when they did it in the bubble. Mm -hmm. And yet they took it away because – Executives were concerned you play too many games against the same team at once. Ticket sales might go down because, uh, uh, you know, fans get bored. So I don't have it as anything more than a two-game series, but you can do it in this model. So let's go through the divisions. Here's what I've got in the Western Conference. Vegas, Arizona, L.A., and Anaheim comprise the Southwest Division. In the Northwest, I've got Seattle, San Jose, Vancouver, and as I mentioned, Colorado's the team that gets a little bit of a shaft. So... Sorry, we stick them there. It's, I still don't think the travel's too bad. 
In the North Division, I kept Calgary and Edmonton together, threw them in with Winnipeg and Minnesota. Minnesota's close to the border. I don't think that's prohibitive, that sort of travel. And then the Central is Chicago, St. Louis, Dallas, and Nashville. It still bugs me that Nashville's in this division. I'd really prefer to have them in the Southeast, but the the uh, the two conferences aren't quite evenly split in terms of number of teams, so somebody has to move, and, and Nashville's close to these cities, so it works. Eastern Conference, Southeast Division is Florida, Tampa, Carolina, and Washington. The Metro is the three New York area teams, the Islanders, Rangers, and Devils, and the Boston Bruins, which could really augment that Boston-New York rivalry. Uh, the Canadian Division, Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, and Buffalo, which is essentially a Canadian city anyway. <laughs> and the Northeast, which is Detroit, Columbus, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia, keeping that rivalry together. So thoughts on that, first of all. I like it. I like the proximity angle. I think that's great. I think you you covered the rivalries. The one thing I'm looking at this alignment from the hockey operations perspective, if I'm the Minnesota Wild, I have to cross the Canadian border every time and to play Buffalo. someone in yep. my division. Same and with Buffalo. Buffalo. It was so nice in the bubble where teams could the Canadian team stayed in Canada. It was it's easier for travel. And plus, this is the COVID era where getting back and forth across the border is a difficult venture. That's the only thing that jumps out to me if I'm Minnesota going, oh, God, we got to cross the border again. So you make sure every time they cross the border, they play all three teams in the yep. division. Yeah. To your point, they could actually knock out six games, yep. play each game twice, limit their travel, cross the border once. So then it works. Bingo. I think it's, again, I hate to do this. It's actually really, really good, Craig. Like this is. This <laughs> I is hate good. to do this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love good. it. It's really good. It makes it I literally it. makes sense, which is why it'll never happen in the yeah. national hockey. <laughs> so you got to figure out the schedule too, right? You you got to figure out how the game split up when you have an alignment like this. As you guys know, league executives are adamant about every team plays every team playing every team and in in each city. And I, I Craig, you know what? I I actually agree with that. I've been, I do too. Actually, I I've been too. part of the league before it was this. And you'd play one division from the East this year and one next year. Everybody wants to see Sidney Crosby come to their building. Everybody in the East wants to see Connor McDavid. being a market like Arizona where you're trying to grow the game and you want, you know, if you want to get butts in the seats, you got to have the big players coming to town and have that game to circle on your calendar. So it's more than that. It's like exposure to every team, right? Yeah. Because some of those teams, somebody won't care, you know, if. If, if a bad team comes into town, do we care if the Buffalo Sabres come to town? But it's it's evenly splitting it all up. It, I like it makes it. sense. It, and yours accommodates that. Yeah, so so that's 32 games right off the bat because you you got 16 teams in the, the opposite division that you have to play twice. Now, intra-conference games, um, I got a little tricky here, but uh, I'm curious what you guys think about this. You still need to emphasize division games. So I have six games within the division, three three home, three away. So it doesn't quite work with your cross the border once and you're right. done, but you can still do the two-game series, yeah. and then you only have to go back once one more. Time. So three home, three away. That's 18 total games. You play uh, two games, a home and away, two of the other against two of the other three divisions within the conference, and that makes up 16 more games. And then with one division – Within your conference, on a rotating basis, year to year, you actually play actually play four games against those teams: two home, two away, and that that's sixteen games, and that gets you to eighty-two. I think they could even market those rivalries. Like the NFL has this, where they play they focus on one division from year to year. You yeah. can do the same thing, and you can you can market it, whatever you want to call it. I you know I threw a, a lame name in like division duels, but you can come up with yeah, something. Yeah, but that north that. that north division: Calgary, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Minnesota, with playing that division rivalry in the Northwest, Seattle, San Jose, Vancouver, Colorado for a yeah. season. That's a, 
that's a huge marketing tool for those cities. I, I see that. Yeah. And the other angle that I see on this, it's the if you have eight divisions and how they always like to, you know, sponsor the division titles, there's you're doubling the yeah, number of sponsors, uh, sponsors wow. you can have. Going back so to the sponsor names rather the than regional there's names. more money. That might, Leah, well, that might be I'm not be saying it. that's what I want, but I'm saying if we're trying to sell this to the NHL. Yeah, I mean, they did it last year in the bubble, right? So, yeah. So maybe. Why not? Yeah, Some there you go. Money. Naming rights for the division. And it would be cool if, you know, like you look at the Southwest, if there was some sort of angle there where you could have it related to like the, the, the salsa air. division and sponsored by Tostitos. <laughs> no. <laughs> by the way, I'm going to really digress completely <laughs> off topic because I'm looking at Jacob here. Do you know, and Craig will attest to this, when you travel as the Arizona Coyotes to all of these other cities, do you know what the press meal is? Every night on the road in oh, all of these cities, yeah. it's Southwestern night. You know how many times we go on an Eastern <laughs> trip, seven games, and every damn meal, hey, it's Southwestern hey, Taco Night. look, Build we fajitas. never get this. Build oh, by fajita the way, your night. version is worse. Again, build fajita night in Boston? Great. Where are we, Carolina tomorrow? Exactly. Hey, it's taco exactly. night. Coyotes are here. Hey, yeah. Not funny. Let's give them really bad Seriously, tacos. Not funny. Okay, can I just ask, how did looking at Jacob make you think of I don't that? know. It's too early. It's so today. true, though, because it, it, and it's you know, it, first it has of all, nothing to do with this, but Tostitos got. <laughs> but it is. It's it's true, and, and it's it's usually bad. It is because yeah, we have better Mexican so food here in Arizona in than you have. in Carolina. How do you think? Th- do you think you they're want Mexican food? Fajitas? You got to come to Arizona or <laughs> Southern exactly. California. Exactly. Not the uh, the I arena the barbecue in Raleigh. Give me your own cuisine. Back to your division. My next question, Craig, is: We got the divisions. We got the number of games covered. Playoffs. How do we get to the playoffs? Playoffs. We're talking playoffs. Early. (laughs) Look at that. No, he doesn't like the Jim Mora. (laughs) Didn't like the Jim Mora. First time I've heard that. Okay, Jim Mora. No, what do you think, Craig? I follow sports for a living. Yes, I've heard. Go. Division winners are in. That's eight. Oh, he's back to negative people. Right now. I really like my proposal. We got the division winners are in, so there's eight. Where are the next eight? The division winners is four, right? Oh, you're talking about overall. By conference. Okay. Yeah, so, so you got four teams. You got four division winners within a conference, and then the next four, I just go by record. So you I want the four next could best have, teams. So you could have an entire division, four wild cards. You could technically have an entire division in. Yes, which would probably not happen because you're playing them six times. So somebody's got to lose those games. So very, very unlikely. Yeah, but you could yeah. mathematically. I want to ensure that the best teams are in, I and like I think that. it matters. To win your division, even if you know you're going to have that off season where the entire division is weak. Remember the old Southeast division? There were yeah. some years where it was just brutal. Yeah, but it still means something to win your division, and you should be rewarded from that. Yes. But beyond that, I don't want to have a you know where you have a situation where you have a bad division. Not only does division winner get in, but the second place team from what's a garbage division. No, I think if if you don't win your division, then you got to earn your way in by record. Conversely, like when we're talking some of the divisions, even this year where you got a, a metropolitan division, you're going, wow, there's some really good teams there. And if you're really good, get in. Yeah. Like you deserve to get in. And, and if it is three teams from a division, okay, that's fine. I, I'm on board. Can't believe I'm saying this, but he's checking all the boxes. I'm on board. I think that makes sense. Okay. Do you reseed after every round? I would like to. What do you think about that? I there there are arguments for and against that, but I I still like I still like rewarding the team that had the best record with I do too, and I'll tell you why. Matchup. Because I don't like that you have to play, for example, if you did this division and you kept it within the division, well, then it's every season it's Coyotes LA and then Coyotes Anaheim. And okay, look, I want to play somebody else in the playoffs. I would let's build these, yeah, give it an advantage to the team that earned 
first overall record in that conference. That's the one question I had for you. When we're talking about rivalries, the thing that playing within the division in the playoffs gives you is you it, it augments those divisional rivalries because as any coach will tell you, the playoffs where rivalries are really built. So do you have a problem with the model for that reason? I don't, and I'll tell you why. Because, you're right, you do build those rivalries, and when Arizona played L.A. in the playoffs in any sport in this city, it's a huge deal. We've already said that. And in Canada, the problem is the 1980s Oilers. Yeah. That's the problem. The second-best team in the league those years is the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. They, they never get out of the first round because they have to always play them until others. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. It should, I feel it should always be the best two teams in the conference. So the the way to avoid is you're you're right. You reseed. have to recede one plays eight and whoever gets through the recede again. And, and I think that that's, that makes the most sense. It rewards the teams that did the best and it makes a really hard path for that eighth place team to get there. Well, you're an eighth. So tough. You have a tougher path. Exactly. Just because, and and we know too, in the NHL, we've seen a lot of upsets in the first round, right? Yeah. It's, it's sometimes people call it the hardest round to get out of. Like if you get past that first round, you can go on a run. Well, I don't want some Cinderella being able to pull off one hardest path because you didn't earn it all regular season long. Also, I'm thinking we need to, uh, edit my Jim Mora out of the uh, (laughs) podcast because I think I made Jacob nauseous over there. I know. Yeah. (laughs) No, I think we should keep it. It was that bad. The, 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 He's, you've he's checked still, all the boxes for See? me, Craig. I can't believe I'm saying this. You've checked every box. Proximity, rivalries, playoffs makes an absolute sense. Travel's better. Cost is better. I, I'm i honestly struggling to see the downside. It makes so much sense that, it, as we aforementioned, it won't happen, but it makes so much sense. So now, as a fan base of PHNX, what, what do we do? Like, what, what drum do we beat? Can we hashtag something? Is that a thing, Leah? Bill Daly. Well, maybe, we should, yeah, maybe we should start a mailing campaign for, for Bill Mail Daly. In. Or each <laughs> of each of the uh, board, of, old, board of governors old. members, so the, the governors, we should start a, a we'll campaign, just, an email hashtag something. We'll email tweet, campaign. Tweet at the yeah. NHL. Well, they're, they're not on Twitter, so well, they're not even paying attention. We need to reach them directly. I, think it's, them directly. Well, I really if, think it's good. If you're and listening it, and you have ideas of how to get through to the yes. NHL, and also where can they get all these alignments? Because they, if unless the, if they did not write these down as we were talking, where can they see all of these divisions written down? Well, Leah? well Craig has a story at gophnx.com. There it is. And you can access that story if you are a member. And you can sign up to become a member at gophnx.com. Um, if you sign up for the annual membership, you'll get a shirt. Um, if you want to do month to month, you can try the first month for just 50 cents. A lot of perks being a member. Members deals on merchandise weekly. You can become a part of the members only Discord. Become a part of the family here at gophnx. And you can read Craig's story there on this realignment plan, and then we can all come up with a plan together of how to convince the NHL and Bill Daly <laughs> to that's, make that's this That's our goal here, isn't it? How do we convince the NHL? Also, goal. I'm going to edit this story because I like Leah's idea of division sponsorships, and I'm going to take a pull quote, basically a testimonial um, from Petey praising me. I'll take that entire quote and put it in the story. Perfect. Perfect. I love that. I might not sleep tonight. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Well, talking about uh, the, the eight divisions in the NFL, there are six divisions in the NBA. So there are one in between the NFL and the NHL. And this week on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, if you bet just $1 on either team to score in an NBA game, you'll receive $100 in free bets. 
You know, I think I would that think that's happens. pretty safe. Bet, okay. Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook app using the promo code PHNX, and if you bet one dollar on either team in an NBA game to score, and they do, which you know, it happens every time, you can win a hundred dollars in free bets. So when a team scores, you score this week with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, it's safe, secure, reliable, super. I completely forgot that I had money in there. Like just completely <laughs> forgot. How do you forget? Must be a nice luxury. I tell you exactly. Oh, I have money over here too. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you how much money I have. So I I can tell you. Okay, so I I withdrew it in my bank account the next day. Next day. Really? Look at this mutual fund over here. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to find that funding my kids' college education. Since since Jacob is in the room, I'll throw him under the bus. He had a check, a paper check mailed to him from DraftKings. That's a thing still. It came so quick. Is he in front of me in line at the grocery store too? A- Two farms of ID, sir. Is that still a thing? Did Jacob Brayton checks at the at the fries? <sighs> you do still see those people, though, don't, don't you? It's well, am- it amazes me. Well, not he, really? You're paying with a I'm check? I'm old, but I'm not that old. Needless to say, it's super easy to use right? and easy to deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you That's 21 and over. Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Sorry, I was channeling Seinfeld up. I'm doing all these old shows now. You're paying with a check. Who pays with a check? You You're know, just looking at me. No, I'm 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 on board. I'm amused. Oh my god, baby! I got it. Wow, too You're sassy today. I am. Salty. Yeah, but he praised my real line. Yeah, Craig, so we're all good. Craig is stuck I'll take on all the, the abuse. Doesn't well, it though? Doesn't and that brings me to another problem. And maybe it's my problem. But when things just make sense. Whether it's the realignment of divisions or or when things just make sense, how come they just can't get done that way? I think, and I'm not saying my plan's perfect. People may find flaws in it. They may poke holes yeah, in it Yeah, but we could, we could be a starting point. It's exact, a jumping off point. That's what bugs me. That's what bugs me most about Daly's responses. Why would we consider that? Why wouldn't you consider multiple options? Isn't that how you arrive at the best option? Yeah. I, I just think again, it's if, if if there may be teams petitioning. Oh, I, I'd rather be here. There, absolutely bring bring it all to the team, but start somewhere. Yep. And this is a great starting point. Like it doesn't have to end up exactly like this, but make the starting point. Why why wouldn't you want to limit travel? Why wouldn't you want to limit expenses? Build rivalries. All of why wouldn't you at least look at it? I, it makes way too much sense to me. And we all know why the Coyotes got pushed to the central because they don't care about the Coyotes. Yeah, they always get the short Clearly. end of the stick. Clearly. And, well, and it's impossible to imagine the Coyote schedule getting worse. And yet it has because now they have to do their division travel within the central division. It's nuts. Well, I guess in the case of this year where you're trying to compete for, for last, it's a. Yeah, if you're going to do it, okay do it this situation. year. This is a good year. Because this, 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 this year division. and next year. The tough right division, and Bedard, right? let's go. Yeah. It's a tough division. Right, Bedard We've already and Matthews seen... the year after. <laughs> wow. Can you imagine? Right, Bedard, Matthews. Whew. We can dream. Yeah. Is that I, on the fantasy wheel? <laughs> it should be. It should be. I, I think it's consecutive years. I can write the dart and it's there. Just yeah. saying. We can dream. We can dream. Spin the wheel. Well, any other notes that you want to touch on before we head out of well, here? Craig's got to go home and pack. Yes, yep. Craig's on the Craig's road on tomorrow the road again. to Chicago. Tomorrow you're not flying? to Chicago. I'm not going to Chicago. Well, oh yeah, Nashville. He's skipping that. Going straight to Nashville. But but I'm skipping home. I know. It's, I, it's unusual for me. Yeah. Well, but I've got a story planned. Okay. I do. And I'm not going to tell anyone about it. Wow. Because that's how I am. <laughs> wow. There's that's a good tease. TD, anything? 
No, nothing. Well, Friday night we've got Chicago Blackhawks for the Battle of the Basement. We'll see. Yes, indeed. We'll see where it goes. The basement, yeah. And let's see who the starting goalie is tomorrow. Can't wait. I am literally can't wait to get up tomorrow morning and find out who's starting in goal tomorrow. Same. And if I'm wrong again, we'll see. Somebody PD's. needs to go through and pull up Pete, like pull up Petey's predictions every time and find his record. There is no. Lo- I'm gonna just gonna say it. There is no logical reason to start anyone other than Scott Wedgwood. He should be in goal at the UC. He should be. Well, if he's not, I think we. we I felt, think it's a mistake. We felt that about last night too, but you know, it happens. I concur. That's twice in one show. There we go. Wow. I agree with that? Craig Morgan. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> Write it down. Isolate it. Cut, cut the clips. Use that clip, please. Cut the clips. Here it is. Well, um, you can find all that information about who will be starting. If you follow uh, Craig on Twitter, at Craig S. Morgan, follow Petey. We're trying to grow his following at S. Peters Hockey. You can follow me at Leah Merrill and follow our beat account at PHNX underscore Coyotes and follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. Subscribe to our YouTube if you're listening um, to us on Apple or Spotify. Please subscribe, follow, like, write us a review. It's all super, super helpful. I think that's it. Can you say these words before we go out the air? Craig, you're a genius. Easy. No? Okay. Easy, turbo. (laughs) Clear jets. All right. On that note, have a good day, everyone.